guys, welcome to another episode of This and That with Jess. This episode is going to be part one of a series. And as you saw, the title of this episode is I Changed the Trajectory. This episode was very hard for me to write. I delete, write again, delete, and write again. I've been wanting to talk about this for so, so long. I've prayed about it so much, and I really think that it's time. And before we start, I just want to say a quick prayer. Dear God, I thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to speak on this platform. I thank you for your love, your kindness, and your grace towards me and others. I ask that this series speaks to those that are hungry for a different side of you, that are looking for a different side of you. I ask that you give anyone tuning in understanding and that their hearts be open to you, the kind-hearted God I have gotten to know. I ask that they too find answers and can relate to what I am trying to get across. We love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I want this series to reach the people whose story is like mine. This is for the person that is questioning the teachings and the fear that was ingrained in them through religious teachings. I know that I'm probably going to have so many people disagree and say that I'm wrong and I'm not a true Christian and that I'm probably just trying to free myself from biblical morals. That's not the case. My faith is the same, but my beliefs have changed a lot. Now as a 37-year-old woman and a mother of three, I just don't believe the same things I grew up believing. And I'm not here to change what the Bible says. I grew up in a religious environment and the importance of His Word has not changed. I was taught a combination of the Bible and a combination of man-made rules that were taken to the extreme. I am here because I freed myself from those man-made rules and preferences of how leaders think their churches should live in order to reach salvation. A lot of these teachings I have learned are not even biblical. And as I have dug into his word, I have asked God to show me the truth and to give me understanding and wisdom of what his word says and not what man says. So let's get started. I was raised in a Christian home since like the age of maybe three or four. And I am very, very thankful that my parents introduced me to Jesus and raised me, teaching me to seek God. They did the best they could to teach us what they thought was the right way. A lot of what I was taught will stay with me forever, like biblical truths and promises. But a lot of it, I have learned to disconnect myself from it. Growing up, my parents were Pentecostal, and the church I was brought up in was also Pentecostal. And I mean the very strict Pentecostal. The one where I was constantly questioning my salvation, even as a child that didn't even know right from wrong. All I knew was that I was scared to lose my salvation. Growing up, I was allowed to wear pants, but not sleeveless shirts. If I wore shorts, they had to be knee-length. 
I also wasn't allowed to wear bathing suits. I remember we'd go to the lake or a pool with friends and family, and while all the girls my age wore cute bathing suits, I had to wear big t-shirts and knee-length shorts. And I felt like such a tomboy. As a young girl, I just longed to feel feminine. I longed to feel pretty. I wasn't allowed to wear nail polish, with color at least. I started wearing a little bit of makeup in the eighth grade behind my parents' back. I would borrow makeup at school for my friends or I'd borrow it from my aunt's makeup bag because she lived with us at the time. One day, I remember I decided to pluck my eyebrows because back then, thin eyebrows were such a trend. I just wanted to innocently fit in and feel feminine, feel girly. I didn't think my mom would notice because I really didn't even pluck much. We were all sitting on her bed one night before going to bed and she looked at me and looked again. And she got closer and she said, you plucked your eyebrows? And she slapped me across the face. And I said, I did, but it wasn't a lot. What's wrong with that? And she slapped me again. How unholy of me to do that, right? I got up and left to my room with my face stinging from the slaps. I remember that night I laid in bed crying. I remember I didn't understand what I had done wrong. What was so wrong about plucking my eyebrows? And I for sure didn't understand why I had gotten slapped for it. I felt so angry that we were never allowed to do the most simple things, and if we did do something against our religion, we got punished or hit for it. I don't hold this against my mom, though, because she was only trying to give us a better life according to what she knew. She came from a very, very dysfunctional family, and I know now, as a mother, that she was just trying to change the trajectory, too. She was trying to give us a better life. High school approached and I was so intrigued by all the extracurricular activities and sports. I was so excited to finally have an opportunity to play sports and meet new people, or so I thought. Well, I wasn't allowed to do any of it. I wasn't allowed to play sports because then I'd have to wear shorts that were above my knee and, well, that was a sin. And a cheerleader, that was an absolute no. You know why I wanted to play sports in high school, and I didn't know it at the time, but I realize it now. Because I was so used to everyone around me scolding me and making me believe that I was always doing something wrong, and I always felt like I could never make my parents, God, or our pastor proud, and I thought, just maybe, maybe if I play sports, I'll feel so good inside to hear people cheering for me, for my team. Maybe I'll feel like I'm actually making someone proud. But the answer was no because of the clothes and because we couldn't possibly put sports before God. When I was around maybe 14 or 15, some of the youth at my church were getting ready to get baptized and they'd have to take a baptism class. And this class was so that they'd have a better understanding exactly what baptism was and biblical teachings and things that must be followed. Man-made rules that must be followed as well. 
Well, I wanted to get baptized and I wanted to know what it felt like to experience something Jesus had experienced. I wanted people in the church to feel proud of me again and clap for me and congratulate me as I stepped out of the water. My mom talked to the pastor and told him that I wanted to get baptized. He then wanted to sit down to talk to me. He said that if I wanted to get baptized, I'd have to stop wearing pants first because it was unholy and it wasn't a good representation of a Christian young lady. Getting submerged in water meant your old self died and you were reborn again. I absolutely couldn't be reborn in Christ again if I wore pants, right? At that point, I remember I was so done with religion. All I knew was that I feared for my salvation. That's all I ever knew. No matter what I did, I just couldn't be good enough for God. All this fear was ingrained in me, and honestly, at that point, I felt like I just wanted to look fear in the face. What was I so fearful about? I wanted to find out for myself what I was really afraid of. I think what I was really looking for was just freedom and a different view of God. It was misinterpreted as rebellious, just a rebellious child, when really all I wanted was to feel like I didn't have to live in constant fear, guilt, and questioning my salvation every day. I didn't want to feel like I was failing God and my pastors and my parents every single day. I remember thinking, if I hate all of this, does it mean that I hate Jesus? Does it mean he hates me because I have all these evil thoughts? And my understanding of evil thoughts were that I wanted to wear makeup and I wanted to wear a bathing suit and I liked boys, little things like that. I remember I rebelled and started getting into trouble at school, sneaking out of the house, even drinking alcohol. And I was doing everything I wasn't taught. I got pregnant in high school and had a baby at 17. I never looked back or wanted anything to do with the God that I thought looked down on me with such disgrace. Years passed and I was a single mother, single mother when I met who now is my husband. Little did I know he was a pastor's kid. I knew I wanted nothing to do with Christianity ever again, but at the same time, I knew that my life had to change. His parents had just moved here from Cleveland, Ohio, and they started a church, a Pentecostal church. I thought, oh boy, here we go again. But they accepted me. They accepted me and my son, and they have taught me so, so much. They were different. These pastors were not as strict as my last ones, but there were still a lot of things that I questioned. I was finally able to get baptized at the age of 24. I just learned to accept that this is how I had to live for the rest of my life if I wanted God to love me and I wanted to please Him. I became a leader in the church, I was a youth teacher, and then I became a worship leader. Now, I've learned from my own experience that in religious churches, when you are put in leadership positions, you tend to grow in spiritual pride. 
Religious people often think that their faith and traditions elevate them above everyone else and it's such an ugly thing. I remember when I had to assign people for certain jobs within the church because I was one of the leaders, I'd think to myself, nope, I'm not putting her, I'm not putting him because they're just not spiritual enough. They're not Christian enough. Nope, they miss church a lot. Nope. This person posted an inappropriate picture on social media. Nope, he doesn't pray spiritual enough to me. Nope, not her. Nope, not him. I had to become everything I hated. I had to become a church bully. 